Hey crew, a quick note before we start. If you're interested in getting a list of all the Unity features that we talk about today, email atan at weddingsfortheages.com and I'll email it to you. All of these Unity features come from a list that I give to all of my couples, and I'm happy to share them with you. I wanna get, I wanna get, I wanna get married. Hey there, lovebirds. Happy Wedding Wednesday, and welcome to episode 95 of Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, co-hosts Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to your Your I I Do Do Crew. Anyway, today, so we're talking about unity features. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people call them unity ceremonies. Mm -hmm. I like to call them unity features because they're a feature of the ceremony as a whole. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about, you know, a sand ceremony is part of your ceremony, 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 it gets a little... Repetitive? A little repetitive, (laughs) yeah. So I like to call them unity features. Yeah. Folks can call them whatever they want, unity ceremonies. And when we're talking about these, it's really funny because a lot of times with couples, they'll say, nah, we're not really into anything. We Mm want to keep it simple. Yeah, we just don't want to do the candle. I'm like, well, that's like one. One of how many things, yeah. Uh, So many. There's so many. There really are. And the cool thing is that they've gotten a lot more individualized Mm -hmm. and you've got a lot of different options and things you can do with that unity feature. Yeah. I will admit, I don't come into any wedding planning session with any preconceived notions about what the couple will or won't do, mm-hmm. but I love a unity feature. It is nice. It's a nice little element to mm-hmm. to have. Yeah, I think it's weird when people don't include them, because mm-hmm. I've had some recently where they're kind of foregoing that part, and it's nice to have it. It is. It's like you're getting married, so it's nice to have something to like bring you together a little bit. Huh? Yeah. Well, it's cool because it breaks up the talking because mm-hmm. you have something visual. Mm-hmm. Most of the other part of the ceremony, unless you're doing like, you know, a full Catholic mass where there's mm-hmm. sit down, stand up, greet your neighbor, sing a song. <laughs> if you're having a, a, a smaller civil ceremony, most of it is just standing there talking. Yeah. This breaks up the monotony of that. It gives you a little bit of something visual to do. It's arts and crafts. It is. You know? It is. It's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. It, and it, there are certain ones where you can do where they engage more than just a couple, where you have, you know, femme members who can be involved in it. Mm-hmm. You can actually have guests involved in it, too. So there's some really cool things that you can do with it. And so today we wanted to talk through some of the reasons that you might want to include a Unity feature and then go through some of the ones that uh, that I do on a pretty regular basis. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, the one other thing that I really I, I adore about a Unity feature, it's so symbolic on the day when you are joining your lives together, most Unity features are creating something on that day that you get to take home and display. That's what's so cool. Yeah. And then it can just remind you of like, that's when we got married, you know? And yeah, it's something you can display. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's very cool. And a lot of times you can actually make it a centerpiece of your home. There are some that are really, really very um, oriented towards being displayed in the house. Mm -hmm. And so we'll start with the one that everyone's seen. Everyone's seen 700,000 times. Yep. It's the unity candle. Mm -hmm. When a lot of folks think about having something unity in the ceremony, they think, oh, unity candle. Mm -hmm. Very old school. Very old school. Super OG. Has been done for, you know what? Actually, I don't know all the full history of it. 7,000 years. Oh, no. (laughs) 
right? Um, Seriously, but yeah, it's a long time. But um, I know it's been at least decades because I remember when yeah. I was growing up watching my aunt get married. Yeah, and she did that back in the eighties, nineties. Yeah, so it's been around. It's been around for a long, long time. About thirty or forty years ago, says the Google. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So that that tracks with what I remember from my childhood. Mm-hmm. So it got trendy about thirty or forty years ago. Cool. And has has kind of stuck around. And I will say that that's probably one of my least done Unity features, just because everyone's seen it so many times. Yeah. Because for years, that was kind of the only option. That was the only thing that people really did with any regular basis. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, much like anything with the wedding industry, it's cyclical. People got a little bit burned out. Yeah. They wanted to do other things. Get it? But, um, okay. <laughs> we're parents. We're slap happy. It, it happens. A little bit. A little bit. So then the one that <laughs> the one then that people usually think of after the Unity feature, or the, I'm sorry, the Unity candle, mm-hmm. is the sand blending. Mm-hmm. That got really big, I would say, probably late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. That Just was, for something different. I feel like people yeah. were looking for something mm-hmm. that wasn't candle. Right, exactly. And obviously, candles don't always work well outside, mm-hmm. so this was a nice way, I feel like, for people to do that. So when I have people that want to use candles outside, sometimes I'm like, hmm, it might work, it might, you might stage it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've definitely had days where couples were diehard about doing a candle, mm-hmm. and they wanted to do it outside. And it, like, blows out. <laughs> oh, yeah, the wind was not cooperative. Yeah. You couldn't keep the two tapers lit to, no. to light the center one, and it was just a, it was a no-go. Yeah. I think the one time they actually, people brought the couple each a lighter and so they both held a lighter in their oh. hand to light the center one so like, well both our flames touched it so yeah. it lit yeah that's technically <laughs> true yeah and you can do different things and, and going back to the the unity candle you can do different things where the couple either lights the tapers and then brings them together to light the center candle mm-hmm. or you can have you know the mothers come in mm-hmm. and light the tapers so there are a few ways to get other family members involved or kids i always think that's nice when people involve mm-hmm. the kids with that one too i'm dodgy about well depending on the age of the kids playing well, with fire yeah fire mm-hmm. yeah i i can... not young kids <laughs> yeah. that would... That would be dangerous. Be slightly dodgy about yeah. that. Yeah. But that can be cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't often see couples with including kids with the Unity candle. Mm-hmm. What I do see them including kids with is the sand ceremony. The sand, yep. Definitely. Yeah. That's a really great one. Like we said, that was one of the second ones that really caught on. Mm-hmm. And folks did it. Obviously, it plays very well into a beach wedding mm-hmm. or a beach theme or a nautical theme. Mm-hmm. But even in a very high-end, high-class setting, you can do great things with different colored sand. Mm-hmm. You can go to any hobby store, craft store, and get sand that matches your wedding colors. Mm-hmm. And the great thing is that it's super super easy to include children into this one. Mm-hmm. So if you have children that each of you are bringing into the relationship, or if you already have a child before marriage, you can easily include, you know, three colors of sand into, you know, a central container. And I say container because this one is probably... <clears throat> This one is probably the one that has the most permutations. Mm. So I have uh, sheets that I give to all of my couples that have all the Unity features kind of listed out in a bullet point form. Mm -hmm. And then for each Unity feature, then I have a one-page blowout that is, here's what it symbolizes, here's kind of what I'll say, Mm -hmm. here's what you need to go and buy to prepare, Mm -hmm. and then here are some alternative options. 
the sand ceremony one is two full pages. Oh, wow. Because there are so many different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you have the traditional where you just have like a little vase in the center, maybe mm-hmm. with a stopper on top, but you can also do an hourglass. Yeah. I've had people do that and then they pour it, they pour the sand in one color at a time and then every t- they flip it once a year on their anniversary and so every year it mixes oh, more and it's I symbolic. Like I like that a lot. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll also have ones where the central container is a photo frame mm-hmm. with a glass front so you can mm-hmm. see a photo of the family and then sand in the back. Yep. Uh, a shadow box that has their names or initials on it. Um, I've seen wine bottles. I have seen the cool one, which is, I, I, I still classify this under sand ceremony, but they use glass sand. And so they pour uh. glass crystals or glass sand together. Mm-hmm. And then they actually send that away to be turned into a piece of glass art. I like that. Which is really fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um, And there are are a few, and I'll give a brief shout out. A few of my couples have used a a company called Unity in Glass. If you look that up online, you can find that very easily. Mm -hmm. And they're one of the bigger names in doing that right now. And I mean, they have a whole package. They send you the stuff, you send it back to them, and then you get a cool art piece in the mail. That's really cool. Yeah. It's really neat. That just goes back to having something tangible to be able to display too. Like that's Mm -hmm. gorgeous, I'm sure. So Exactly. Just make sure that you put something cute in there. Not yes. like don't make it like your key bowl, you know, like no. by the front door. <laughs> put it like you know, the, make a candy dish. Yeah, make it make it special. Yeah, absolutely. So that is the like I said, the second one that's most common. Mm-hmm. One that I like, and and what I'll say, uh, you know, regarding the sand is that that comes and goes in waves too. Mm-hmm. I think about five mm-hmm. years ago, I had a lot of weddings where they did that. Waves. And then, I'm hey. laughing. <laughs> That was unintentional. I, these are oh, good. Wow, these man. are these are good. My dad jokes are so strong they <laughs> come out even when I don't mean them. I'm just slap happy. Anyway. Yeah. So so it comes and goes in yes. waves. About five <laughs> years ago, it was I had a bunch of weddings into the sand. Then I had a couple of years where it didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. And then this past year, I had a bunch of them where they did sand again too. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's what I was trending on Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. It's kind of making a comeback. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of cool. It is. And again, with that, a lot more of my couples are doing the glass sand mm-hmm. because that is such I a love unique that. touch. Yeah. That, is, that is a brand new and exciting thing. Mm-hmm. So one that I have done a fair amount of as well, and it's actually very, very old. This might predate the Unity Candle. Oh, man. Is the hand fasting. Oh, yeah. Now, the hand fasting has come back into into fashion, and that's actually an ancient Celtic uh, tradition. And that predates when, you know, when Christianity came to the British Isles. So we're talking mm-hmm. like BC, you know, the ancient Celts, the, the Druidic tradition, mm-hmm. would bind their couple's hands together with a strip of fabric. And back then, that was part of where the term tying the knot came from because they would bind them together and then they would tie it. Mm -hmm. And then that was considered a marriage back then Mm -hmm. before the state got involved. And and like I said, before the church really came into it. Mm -hmm. So I really like it, especially if a couple has any type of Celtic heritage, you know, um, Irish, Scottish, anything like that. Yeah. Very cool, very symbolic. And again, it's neat because again, you have so many different permutations with it. I have some couples who are um, very earthy and not religious. And so we'll actually use some of, some ancient druidic text about, you know, as I wrap the cord around them, I say, you know, this is binds you by the earth, this binds you by fire, this binds you by air, by wind binds you by water. Wow. But by the same token, we have some couples who don't want to be, you know, like druids mm-hmm. and who want to use, you know, different readings. The um, the blessing of the hands, you know, mm-hmm. is a great one. That's a great reading. Super tearjerker. Everyone look it up. It's awesome. Um, but it goes, you know, these are the hands of your your spouse, young and young and strong on the day of your wedding. And it goes through that. And every time you say these are the hands, you wrap the cord around them. Oh, wow. 
So there's a different yeah. different ways of doing it. And mm-hmm. then at the end of it, the officiant will tie it in a, in a knot below the, the hands, leaving enough slack that you can get your hands out. Mm-hmm. This is important. Because then you don't break the knot when you pull your hands out. And then you can display that knot in that <sighs> ribbon in like a shadow box. I like that too. Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And I have had couples use everything from... Um, just ribbon from the craft store that mm-hmm. matches their colors, all the way up to something super meaningful as the the binding strip. I had one couple who the bride took a strip from her mother's wedding dress, and that was the fabric that they bound their hands oh, together with. Oh, that's a good idea. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then I had another couple who they met while on a tour of duty in Afghanistan mm-hmm. while they were both in the military. And they actually took the outside seams of both their combat fatigues, and they sewed them together, and that was what they used oh as their hand fasting. So you can get super, super meaningful. But then I had, yes. I had one couple who used their the groom's dad's favorite belt. So like, <laughs> you can go all the way, like I said, like everything with a wedding, you can go from the sublime to the ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but That's so, cool. So really cool, really very meaningful, very fun. Speaking of tying the knot, mm-hmm. there's another one in which you actually take two pieces of rope or cord or I've had folks use everything from like laundry line to, again, just ribbons from craft stores. Mm-hmm. And you actually tie these two pieces of rope together and use a couple of special knots that uh, we call it, you know, the true lover's knot, but it's actually called like a fisherman's knot. Oh, okay. um, and you tie them together. And the more they're pulled on, the stronger they get, mm. the stronger the knot gets. So, I like that. Again, very symbolic. Mm-hmm. Um, can be done with different colored ropes. So it's you can match them to your wedding colors. You can get a piece of rope dyed to your wedding color. Or again, go to a craft store, mm-hmm. get that. And again, those are great to display in a shadow box or you know somewhere in your house. Mm-hmm. And again, if you get like a really nice big you know chunky rope, it looks really cool in a shadow box. Yeah, I believe that. That's mm-hmm. cool. And this is a great one. This works really well for like nautical themed weddings mm-hmm. because you know knots and ropes are important when Heck you're yeah. in a boat. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't have a boat, but I don't either. I've been in one before. I have a- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So another one which involves, oh man, a lot of these involve string, I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one that involves strings or cords is a braided cord. Mm-hmm. And so this one initially started as uh, very explicitly Christian mm-hmm. um, because it comes from a passage of scripture that says a, a cord of two strands is strong, but a three-fold cord is not easily broken. Mm-hmm. And so what the couple does is they actually put three cords on a board and then they braid them during the ceremony mm-hmm. and then tie a knot in the end so it doesn't come across mm-hmm. or come out. But what I've had happen a couple of times is couples that have one child together or bringing one child into the marriage mm-hmm. will have them oh. all three do that too. Yeah, that's a good way to incorporate them too. So that's a cool one. If they yeah. if they have a child they want to incorporate but they mm-hmm. don't want to use the sand, mm-hmm. you can do the braided cord. Mm-hmm. And that's a really neat one as that's well. That's cool. But, but especially if a couple's very religious and they want to symbolize that, mm-hmm. that relationship, their relationship with God, mm-hmm. They can use that one. Mm-hmm. But another one to easily include kids in, and I know we're doing a lot of ones talking about kids, but a lot of couples have kids nowadays. Heck yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, before marriage, or again, like I said, blended families are so common nowadays. Yeah. Tree planting. Mm-hmm. I love this one. This is so cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big hippie. I'm, I'm a big tree hugger, so this is great for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you, The couple actually has like a real small sapling mm-hmm. in a planter, and they have dirt and water in separate containers. Mm-hmm. Easy way to include kids is have the kids, you know, if you have, we'll say four kids, mm-hmm. each kid has a cup of dirt, you pour it into the planter, yep. and then the couple pours the water in on top. Mm-hmm. So cool. Something that can be planted in your yard, something yeah. that can be very meaningful. That's what I think of too. So pick a hardy breed. <laughs> yeah. 
don't pick something that's gonna be like yeah. i don't know 50 50 because i had a couple that emailed me a couple years after their wedding and they said our love tree died oh no that's not <laughs> oh, what you want no so i had a couple recently that did this and they got dirt from each of the parents yards oh, so they even awesome. took it like a step further and i was like wow. that is so cool that's yeah. amazing yeah yeah you can do that um mm-hmm. i had a couple who did this and the, it was a uh, a christmas tree it was like mm-hmm. an evergreen mm-hmm. and they planned to make that their christmas tree every year <gasps> plant it in their front yard yes. and decorate it and that's really cool that is really cool that's so neat mm-hmm. so yeah you can absolutely do those those unique individual touches mm-hmm. like that so one more that you can easily include kids and this is this is a really fun one mm-hmm. it's kind of messy so you need the right spot mm. it's a canvas creation oh. so have mm-hmm. you ever seen one of these no so. i've seen it like through pinterest but no, i haven't had an mm-hmm. actual couple do it i've had five couples do it mm. I've seen it go really well. <laughs> Do you seen... have some horror stories about this? <laughs> not, not horror stories. Um, just just fails. Less well. Yeah. <laughs> just things that weren't thought about or considered. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in essence, the couple has a canvas and you can go again to any craft store and then you paint on the canvas as part of the wedding ceremony. Mm-hmm. And I've had couples who have done it with little sponge brushes. Mm. I've had couples who have used um, squeezy bottles. Mm-hmm. Which could be dangerous, I feel like. Squeezy bottles. It, it could. It's like, you know, like your ketchup uh-huh. or your, your uh-huh. condiment bottle. <laughs> and then I've had couples that have used like little jars and then just poured it on. Oh, okay. The best results that I've seen have been the squeezy bottles. <gasps> Those have been cool. And okay. again, you really need like a big drop cloth or yep. be just straight up outside to do that one. Mm -hmm. The jars have not worked as well because it's just kind of like bloop, bloop, bloop down the side, down the front of it. I could see that. It'd be a little messy. And then the the sponge brushes could go well, but you need to have people that have confidence in like kind of laying it out there and and you know it takes more control yeah that way i could see that and it's easier if it kind of looks like modern art to just kind of do like the squeezy bottle and that Mm -hmm. looks really cool and neat Mm -hmm. another fun thing to do is to take vinyl stickers and make the letter of your last name on it yeah so that once you paint it you peel that off Mm -hmm. and then you have your your last name letter in negative space i like that i had one couple that put both of their names and their wedding date on it and they had like a vinyl decal made Mm -hmm. and so they really covered the canvas and when they took it off that was in white that See, was really neat. I like that. That's a, that's a cool one. Yeah, that was neat. Mm-hmm. And so the times that it's been the best have been with the squeezy bottle. Mm-hmm. The time that it was a fail, um, and, and I love you guys if you're listening, they had, their wedding colors were red and white. It was a kind of a Christmas oh, theme. Yeah. And they used the jars. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the bride had the white paint and she put it on there and it really didn't show up or make yeah. a difference. Yeah. And the groom kind of did like these little like uh, shakes toward mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And it looked like a slasher movie had gone through because it was like red yeah. on the white and it was these like streaks because he, he splattered on the canvas and then it kind of dripped down. Uh-huh. And it like... I could see that not being a look you're probably going for on your wedding day. No. Not very romantic. Yeah. It looked like <laughs> a scene from Dexter. Yeah. Well, like we were saying about the colors too, you'd really have to think about I'm sure what colors you use because some of them could just turn into like a black or like a brown kind of mm-hmm. like mess instead if they of mix. Yeah, yeah yeah so so you need to make sure that you get the right paints mm-hmm. because you don't really want them to blend you no. know you, want you don't them want to... thin mm-hmm. you probably want acrylics yeah thick acrylic mm-hmm. and that way when you do the squirt bottle it just sticks where it is yep and just makes cool designs yep finger paint would suck <laughs> finger paint well that was kind of like that's kind of like the same with the sponge brushes yeah I yeah. can see that you just don't have as much control mm-hmm. and most couples will you put smocks on to do that which is a good idea idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so one of the ones i'm a big fan of Mm -hmm. just because i like wine is the wine blending and toast oh yeah i'm all about that (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. This one is a lot of fun. So this actually, you have your first toast as a married couple as part of the ceremony. Mm -hmm. So you have two bottles of wine or two carafes, whatever, what have you, mm -hmm. and then a central decanter. And as part of the ceremony, you take the wine, each, each wine, and then you pour it together in the central decanter, mm -hmm. swirl it around so it all mixes up, symbolizing your lives joining together. Then you pour it out into two glasses and you... You have a toast. You you know clink your glasses and say cheers and mm -hmm. celebrate that way. And it's really cool, very fun. I like. That. You need to test the blend first. That's what I was gonna say. You'd have to make sure. You'd have to make sure that, that it's good. <laughs> that you don't get up and make a real terrible face when you take a drink of it. Uh huh. So that's one of the big things. The other thing which came up once for me is that if it's an outdoor ceremony, you want to make sure that your bottles are open but stoppered. <gasps> Because we had one mm -hmm. and they had these open carafes because you couldn't have the bottles down there. Mm -hmm. And flies had gotten into those. Oh. And it was so gross. Yeah. <laughs> it was so gross. Nope. Yeah. And then some couples are like, they're not really wine people. So like, well, what should we blend? And what should we what should we have? I'm like, if you just get a white Moscato and a pink Moscato, there it'll, you go. it'll just taste like Moscato. Yep. And it's, and again, it's good. It's not going to be this amazing thing. I had one couple where the, the groom was a um, sommelier. And so he was a huge wine guy. Oh my gosh, yeah. So he actually made this blend, like picked out two wines that would blend well, actually had a large batch of it made. And that was what was served during the reception. That's a good idea. That was really cool. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Above and beyond. Again, you can go as simple or as complicated as you want with that, but that's mm -hmm. a really neat one. And if a couple's nervous too for about the wedding, that can be a big good way to take the edge off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get your drink on. Get your drink on before mm -hmm. you even go back down the aisle. And in a similar way, the next one that I want to talk about is doing that, but if a couple is very into beer. I had a couple who were home brewers mm -hmm. and they wanted to pour out a black and tan. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're not familiar with that, a black and tan is a beer that you can make with uh, Guinness and, and I know there's some some argument about this. Some people use harp, some people use bass. But essentially, you pour it into the same glass, and if you pour it properly, it separates out into the two levels, oh. black and tan. See, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. There's also a, one beer called a black and tan that okay. Michelob makes. But a true black and tan, and again, depending on who you ask, is either Guinness and harp or Guinness and bass. Mm -hmm. I guess depending on where you live, too. Mm -hmm. But this couple were home brewers, super, super into beer, had a beer-themed ceremony. And part of the ceremony was they poured out a black and tan from beers they had made themselves. That is cool. That was super cool. Mm -hmm. Super extra. They actually had done brews for the whole reception. All the beers at the reception were That's their awesome. own home brews mm -hmm. in like eight different styles. Very cool. Um, but if you are not wine people, but you like that idea of blending something, mm -hmm. you can pour out a black and tan and both take a big swig. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Continuing with the alcohol trend, there's the anniversary box, mm -hmm. which is a lot of fun. That's been very popular in the last couple of years. Uh, it's real big on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. um, man, if you if you like go to the front page of Etsy, I think you see these boxes. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the anniversary box, during the ceremony, you will have a box that is a bottle of wine or a bottle of wine and some letters, mm -hmm. possibly including glasses as well. Mm -hmm. I've seen where it just contains a bottle of wine and then I've seen where it contains a whole set. But you basically, you have a box and then during the ceremony, you put the bottle of wine in the box, possibly with love letters. Mm -hmm. Then you seal the box and it can be via just a sliding lid or mm -hmm. I've had couples who have nailed it shut. I've had couples who have put a 
padlock and a latch on it. And then I've had couples who've just said, yeah, we won't open it. Mm-hmm. But the idea mm-hmm. is that you open it on your first anniversary, or some couples have said they want to wait till their fifth anniversary or 10. You wait until that anniversary, you open it up, you read the love letters to each other, you mm-hmm. share the bottle of wine, and then you write new letters mm-hmm. and put a new bottle back mm-hmm. in. I've heard first fight too. First fight, yeah, that's like break glass in case of fight. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes we'll talk about that during the ceremony. If the couple has, you know, a good sense of humor, mm-hmm. we'll say, should you need to be reminded of why you got yep, married yep. in the meantime? It has multiple meanings, yeah. It does. Yeah, but yeah. I like that one. I think that's a cool, like, that's just a neat one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Way like better than trying to eat the, the, the year cake. old cake. Yeah, I have yeah. a horror story about that I can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much better at one year. Wine, much better a year later than cake. Cake, not so much. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. Um, even though we have bakers who have said that if you're going to do that, there are ways to do that. And a lot of them will make a new cake for you, which I think is nice because yeah. my cake was disgusting. Yeah, yeah ours too. Ugh. Yeah. But the cool thing about the, the anniversary box is that you can get your names engraved on yes. it with your wedding date or you can do it yourself mm-hmm. i've seen some diy kits where you can like wood burn i've seen mm-hmm. i've seen a couple of couples really go all out and mm-hmm. make their own but you can go on etsy and get these things like like ridiculously cheap yeah it's and i think it's a nice like i said it's a nice thing to display but it's a nice thing to open too so mm-hmm. i think it's a it's a cool thing it is mm-hmm. so the next one that i want to talk about is a lot of fun i've only done this once and this is again a pretty specific uh pretty specific crowd that's gonna like this but branding iron and before you ask, it's on wood. It's not on each other. I've had so many people be like, oh, we're not into that. How do we do that? Yeah. Yeah. So a branding iron. Okay. And this is pretty much always going to be an outdoor wedding. Mm-hmm. Generally, they're going to be, this is real popular in the Southwest, mm. but I've had it a couple times out here because uh, we have some farm country around here, mm-hmm. do an outdoor wedding on a ranch and they'll actually have an iron made, a branding iron with uh, the couple that I did it with. They had a heart mm-hmm. and then in the heart had their initials and their wedding date. So the couple had this made and so they actually built a fire before the ceremony mm-hmm. and had the iron sitting in the fire. Nice long handle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had gloves. And so... So they let it heat and heat and heat. And then you have a piece of wood that you're going to display in your home. So again, you want to have it, you know, smoothed out, planed, and, mm-hmm. and that'll come up. Um, you want to make sure that it's a flat surface because then they, the couple takes the iron out of the fire, pushes it down on the wood, mm-hmm. and it leaves a brand of their of their initials, their wedding date. I like that. Very cool. Very rustic. Again, it's great for that, like, farm chic vibe. Yeah. And very cool. And, I mean, if you wanted to, you could brand a bunch of things with your, with your name. That's true. Because then you could display the brand, too. Mm-hmm. In your home. And mm-hmm. again, a very neat piece. Now, I say that you want to make sure that the piece of wood is planed because mm-hmm. the couple that did this didn't make sure that it was a flat surface before. Oh. So only about half the brand took. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they had to redo it. Dang. Yeah. So, which is fine. You uh-huh. know, it is what it is. Yep. But it was one of those where we didn't practice it at the rehearsal mm-hmm. because we're like, yeah, we're not going to build a fire. It's going to be too much, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I'm like, okay, well. So make sure your wood is flat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure that your iron makes a good impression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another cool Etsy thing, and, and I think they get their iron from Etsy as well. But another cool Etsy thing, because Etsy is apparently like the wedding place now. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, is getting a puzzle made with your relationship things on it. So you can get those like word clouds of like... Yes. Like here's our, our Facebook things that we say to each other or you know, you can get your name with a whole bunch of words describing love or love in different oh. language and get that word cloud into the shape of a heart 
And then on Etsy, you can have somebody put that onto a puzzle. And I like that. Have it cut into a jigsaw puzzle. I like that. And then you don't do the puzzle until the wedding. Mm-hmm. So first off, don't do 500 pieces. That's what I was going to say. No. <laughs> like, like 24. Like what like a toddler would do. Yeah. <laughs> would be a good one. Yeah, 500 piece puzzle. Not yeah. so smart. Like Your guests we- will probably not be very <laughs> yeah. happy. The wedding will be over tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. But so you can get a puzzle made with your name and like I said, either either things that you've said to each other or a love poem or something behind it. That's really cool. It's a really neat idea. Yeah. And this is one where you can also include kids because mm-hmm. if you have kids, you can include their name in it and you can they can help you put it together, mm-hmm. which again is why you want like maybe 24 pieces. Yeah. Really like a 30 piece puzzle at max. Mm-hmm. Um, but that can be a really fun one. I like that one. And that's a pretty unique one. Mm-hmm. So one that I recently added mm-hmm. is Jumping the Broom. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a really, a really specific one. This actually comes from an Afro-Caribbean tradition. And mm-hmm. so, again, you're going to want to do this more so with couples that have uh, have African-American heritage because mm-hmm. it is a very much a heritage piece. Mm-hmm. But Jumping the Broom uh, was an Afro-Caribbean and it became an American slave tradition and where a wedding was considered uh, by the community to be to be real once they jumped over a broom. Now, that's can carried forward into modern day weddings mm-hmm. where you can actually have it be part of a unity feature in that you can have the pieces of a broom so you can have like a bundle of sticks and then one long stick mm-hmm. you can tie the bundle of sticks to the long stick with a ribbon and tie that during the ceremony mm-hmm. and then the couple can place it on the ground and then jump over it for the ending so they can mm-hmm. have that piece of their yeah. putting it together yeah. and again easy easy to display in the home after that mm-hmm. too that's cool so yeah but again that one's is very very culturally tied so i don't recommend that to, to everybody unless they are you know again part of those cultures mm-hmm. so and then the other the last one is really doing your own thing these are cool these are unique any of these that you do are going to be able to have your own touches your own flair mm-hmm. and do them in your own way but you can also do things in totally totally unique ways so some of the ones that i've designed customized for couples have been things like making a sandwich for this couple who the the groom was a chef Mm -hmm. and so they were foodies and so they actually put together a sandwich during Mm -hmm. the ceremony every element of the sandwich represented something that's awesome which was cool and then they finished it you know the 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 chipotle mayo represented the passion (laughs) and the fire and you know all those things yeah and at the end of it, they both like nommed on the uh-huh. sandwich. It was yeah. good. You get, a, uh, you get a snack in the middle of yeah, your ceremony. Um, I had a couple who did a Legend of Zelda themed wedding. Yeah. And so as part of that, they the their unity feature was they pulled out swords and smashed open clay pots mm-hmm. on a table. Mm-hmm. And then inside each clay pot was a, a wooden puzzle piece that combined to form a heart. Mm-hmm. And they played the Legend of Zelda music, da 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 da, which was very cool. Uh, I had a couple who was super into tattoos. They both had full sleeves and like necks done. Mm-hmm. And so their hands were bare. And so I had them hold hands. So kind of like a modified hand fasting. Mm-hmm. They held hands during the ceremony and a henna artist did a design around their clasped hands. <gasps> that's cool. And they had it inked later. So they actually had that tattooed mm-hmm. on them afterwards. That's like, that's hardcore. That's hardcore. Yeah. Um, I did a... I did one for a couple who were gamers and we did a, a love potion mm-hmm. and we found a really cool like kid science experiment online. Mm-hmm. We have three clear liquids. When you combine this, you know, one, the, the one with the other, it turns blue, combine the last one and it turns red. Oh. So it was a love potion. Mm-hmm. And we drop a little bit of dry ice in there. And the cool thing is it just mm-hmm. tastes like Sprite yeah. at the end of it. Oh, see, that's nice. So drop a little dry ice in there, it bubbles up and looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Another couple was super into tea. They love tea. And so we did kind of a modified... Um, like a 
like a tea ceremony mm -hmm. from there. They didn't mm -hmm. want to do any cultural appropriation, mm -hmm. so they didn't want to have like a traditional Japanese tea ceremony, yep. but they did their own tea brewing. Mm -hmm. And so it was similar to almost a wine blending, but mm -hmm. with tea. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. So the sky's the limit. I always tell couples, find something that is unique about your relationship, something you love to do, mm -hmm. and then find a way to take that and make it your own and make it fit the wedding. Yeah. And that's this week's episode. Thank you again for listening. We are so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Remember, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month by going to patreon.com slash youridocrew or leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast network. And make sure that you subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a single episode filled with great stories and wedding tips. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook, and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play, and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. I want to get, I want to get, I want to get married. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.